Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 170, There Are Not Enough Working Psychic Mediums and Healers in the World. Tony and I talk all about how there is a big myth when it comes to the work that we do. It's very common for people to think that maybe I won't make the course or I won't do readings because there's too many people in the world already doing it. But we're going to get into why that is not true. And by the way, in May, we're opening up new spots for a brand new business mastermind. So this will be the second one of the year. We start in May and we are currently taking applications. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. We're talking all about the myth of psychic mediums and healers being everywhere. And I think the people that are listening to this show, you're probably thinking they are everywhere because you are one. So this is definitely a misconception and we need more people like you putting yourselves out there into the world. Definitely, because when you start out on this journey as a coach, as a psychic medium, or if you were an engineer, or if you were a basketball player, it's gonna seem in your world like those people are everywhere. Because one, you're gonna be inspiring people around you to do the same thing as you. So they're gonna show up and you're gonna be drawing them to you. And then two, it's just like when you buy a new car and then you start to see that car everywhere. So anything that we're focusing on, We have something in our brain called the reticular activating system to where it knows it's important for us. Mm -hmm. So we're hyper focused on that. And it seems like we're seeing that thing everywhere when all in all reality, it's always been everywhere. Right. And if you're taking classes with people and you're connecting with other psychic mediums and empaths, you think that they're everywhere, but they're really not necessarily everywhere. And I think a lot of people are hiding out right now when it comes to doing this work because You know, they think, well, everyone's doing it. So if she's doing it or he's doing it, why would they come to me if there's already plenty out there? But it really is about the essence of who you are and really putting your personality out there. Because just like when you're going to elementary school, you might have that favorite teacher that you never had before, but you heard about the teacher and you wanted to choose that teacher to be your third grade teacher. Same type of thing you get drawn to see people's personalities in that way. Definitely, this could lead to a lot of different other negative, I call negative beliefs or limiting beliefs to where you think that since there are psychic mediums and healers everywhere that you have to compete with them. And all of a sudden it's this competition and you have to one up them or you have to be better than them somehow. And we're here to tell you, that's not true. It's just like in high school, whenever you have your favorite teacher, everybody has a different favorite teacher. Right. Sometimes there's that one teacher where most people like them. But in general, if you ask everybody in the school, most of the people are going to say a different teacher. Why is that? It's because we're all drawn to different personalities and energies. So as psychic mediums and healers, we're not just psychic mediums and healers. We're also people. So have you ever heard the thing that people don't buy products, they buy people? People don't buy services, they buy people. Well, this goes to that. Yeah, and also it's one of those things where if you are someone that is a psychic medium and healer, don't put yourself in a box. And that's one thing that I've found is it's very easy to kind of follow the crowd. For me, 
I've always felt like I want to do it my way. Like I want to feel what feels right in my heart. And I do that. And even the, the mentorship students that I teach, I always say, you know, listen to what I'm saying. Like you could hear it, but if it doesn't resonate, put it to the side. And also have your own style with it. There's so many different ways to do readings. There's so many different ways to do events. And if you put yourself in a box and follow different leaders and only take their advice the whole entire time, not take it as like, oh, that's, that's good advice. I will try it that way, but get locked in. You're gonna notice a big difference. So you wanna make sure when you're learning from people that you're taking in the information that feels great, but then you're also giving room to figure it out for yourself, like what resonates with me right now in this moment. Because one thing that I find with, with mediums, um, whether I've been attending workshops with other mediums, like peer mediums, or teaching mediums, I've noticed that it's very common for people to compare teachers. And they'll say, well, they taught me this, so this isn't right because I learned from someone else they said this. And it gets you locked into a box of not thinking for yourself and thinking, oh, I'm gonna take different philosophies here and there and see what resonates and maybe mix the two together or, or more if you're taking multiple classes. So you're saying that every psychic medium, they don't need to have crazy hair and a crystal ball to where they give reading, readings that way? No. Okay. So <laughs> So it's kind of like, it's like a chef, right? It's, or if you're cooking food, like you study different chefs and different ingredients, different recipes, and then you take what you like, right? You experiment with it and then you figure out your own different recipe. So you're not trying yeah. to, so I, I get the sense with working with clients and then just with talking with people that, and then looking on the internet too, you'll see there's seven steps to become a billionaire, seven mm -hmm. steps to have a successful business. Like everybody has this mindset where they think that to accomplish something, it's like here, here are the steps, the three or four steps, go do this. This is gonna get you the same mm -hmm. result as Lindsay. So you're studying all these different mentors, you're taking different um, recipes, different insights that you receive when you're listening to the information, right? It's like you're not taking all of their information literal to where it's like, oh, this is the way, this is the only way. Because if you study information in that way, you think that there's only one right way and then you're naive because there's not one right way. If you study business, if you study sports, if you study anything in life, you'll realize that everybody carves out their own unique way to get a similar result. It reminds me like in math, like there's all these different strategies that teachers will teach the kids in math to where it's like, hey, do it this way or do it that way. And it's always changing. But mm -hmm. if you use this strategy, you could get the same end solution, right? In math, mathematics. Or if you use this strategy, you could get the same solution as well. True, and that's why it's important. Like, I know I've made videos where it says how to. How to go deeper with your clear audience. That's great, like that's good. You're gonna get tips and techniques, but don't get locked into just sticking with the techniques and not putting your personality into things too. Absolutely, because and like taking pieces of it. Yeah, like in our podcast episodes, we put how to do this. Well, that's like a marketing thing, right? You're you're letting people know this is what you're going to be able to learn. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, people take those words literally. Like if we say there's three steps to unlock your intuition, it's like oh, these are the three steps. Yeah. Well, well, we're humans. These are the three steps that we figured out that work for us. And any teacher or mentor that you have, 
that's what it's going to be. They're a human. They're not all knowing, all God mighty, all of that. You know, this is what worked for them. And that's what's happening. That's what mentors do. They share what works for them. And then if you have, I believe, if you have a great mentor, they're going to tell you, they're going to say, hey, look, you don't have to believe everything that I'm saying and you don't have to do it the exact same way. Matter of fact, if you're staying authentic to yourself, you're not going to do it the exact same way as me. Yeah. I like to test things out, try it out as a teacher would say it. And then I would take a piece of it and say, okay, that piece worked for me, but I like it better this way. And I think mixing it up and putting in these techniques with your, uh, the essence of who you are and what you believe your philosophy of not only mediumship stuff, but just bringing your personality to a place. Like if, we're, if I'm doing a group reading, my style of a group reading might look different to someone else. If I wasn't being myself the whole time during this work, I think that it would put a lot more problems up for me. Because at the very beginning stages, and of course there's moments of not being sure of yourself, I'm not saying that completely goes away. But at the beginning stages, I probably would have gotten locked in a little bit more of like, oh, am I doing it right? Or, you know, it would my teacher agree with this way of me doing it? And now I'm like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what feels right to me, it, so. Yeah, and it felt like for me, like I would be afraid to put myself out there online thinking, oh, what if my teacher sees me do it this way and they don't agree with it and it's not like, it's not the right way. But nobody's died and went to heaven and stayed there, you know? There's people that I'm, like Anita Morjani <laughs> has died and went to heaven and came back and could, you know, share those insights. But like, there's so much more that all of us haven't experienced. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like she's the closest one that I could think of that went there and experienced things. But when it comes to mediumship, we're, we're having our own experiences. Like, that's what we're gathering from. So I think it's important not to lose yourself in learning. Right, so it's like, instead of looking for a map, look mm -hmm. for your compass, right? Look for your own inner compass. So like a map will tell you, hey, go, go here, go this way, go that way, go that way. And I think that's what a lot of people are always looking for. And I'll blame the school systems, and I'll blame like our upbringing, our cultural upbringing. That's part of it because it teaches you to like find the right answer. This is it. This is the way to do it. And then you get a lot of teachers that have that attitude, right? Because they're part of the system as well. You know, it reminds me whenever as a teacher, you know, before I became a teacher, and I know you said the same thing to where you thought, I thought that I had to be a certain way because I was a teacher now. So I had to dress a certain way. I had to show up a certain way. I had to talk a certain way. And when I became a coach, when I became a teacher in my own business, after studying Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and all these different people, um, I still had that belief in me at the beginning to where I was thinking, wait, I have to be like this because Wayne Dyer was like that. I have to be like this because that person was like that. And over time you realize that drains the fuck out of you. Like it takes a lot of energy to try to be somebody else or try, not only try to be somebody else, I think most people aren't trying to be somebody else. They're trying to be what they think they're supposed to be. And the thing is, it takes so much energy to do that. It takes so less energy and it's a lot easier and way more impactful as you start to just take all these different pieces and then tune into your own heart and soul like you were saying and then act from that. Well, and that's why people are getting stuck in their head thinking there's not enough to go around or I, I don't want to put myself out there because someone else is already doing it. That's why. 
because there's a part of them that are that is dimming their light or not expressing themselves in a way that shows up as them because if you're yourself if you're fully putting yourself out there doing everything from a heart space you have no time to get in your head but it's very human to think like this so it's not like shaming people because this is something that can come up with us yeah if we we're shaming people we wouldn't be making a podcast episode about it we're sharing our heart and soul with people to wake them up no i know i was talking, thinking that so yeah, i'm speaking on all those things because being highly sensitive you think everything's about you you right. know so this is really important to have this conversation that if you think that there's if everyone else is doing it and well she's doing it so i can't do it move that out of that myth out of your head know that there's not many people doing this work that are that's getting paid and doing it full time either right like and really the odds are they're not themselves out there the odds are and it's going to stay that way because a lot of people are scared a lot of people are fearful like we are right at times but we're we keep studying and we keep hearing from our mentors they're like that too and you just move through it you feel the fears right yeah. like the book says feel the fear and do it anyways like there's clues all around us if you just stay in front of these mentors yeah and and also yeah stay in front of the mentors and then follow that nudge that that overwhelming feeling like it is time like i need to rise up and do this like i have a student that um she just finished my levels um my level two and three for unlock your inner medium and she's taken some mediumship courses before and it was a timing thing for her you know and now she's like i know it's time like i've never had a burning desire like this i just like all these things are unfolding for her and it's like a feeling it it's like logically you think like oh i have to sign up and get an llc i have to do this i have to do that um and she just moved out of state but she's not thinking like that like yes she's taking those steps but she's thinking like all of a sudden this energy is being done for me in a way and I think that's something to think about when you're putting yourself out there and you have that feeling bubble up inside, follow it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely follow that feeling. And another thing is too, is I see a pattern of people and I saw it in you, I saw it in me at times and it comes up, right? Even though we talk about this, this stuff will still come up in us, um, that people are trying to get everybody to like them. Like they want to make a video and to say it in ways where they don't press anybody's buttons. Oh, that that's... And there's pieces to that that I was in for a long time yeah and, and, and it the can thing, come back up at certain points and the thing is if you're a psychic medium or you're a coach and you're working deeply with people you don't have to go viral you don't have to have everybody like you like literally you work deeply one-on-one -on -one with people you only need if you look over the next 10 years how many people do you really need to work with to have a thriving business and then also to have the impact that you want to have? Mm -hmm. It's a thousand or less people, I'm sure, right? Yeah. It's a lot less than that, depending on what you want to do. But the thing is, we got to quit trying to make everybody like us. Okay? Yeah. We, we have to just like give ourselves permission to just be ourselves. And not only that, when we are being ourselves, because you're vulnerable then, and when someone doesn't like that, you feel attacked because you're like, oh, this is who I really am. And you don't like that, be okay with it because as you start to be who you really are more and more, you're gonna find that you're gonna get more and more people not like you. If that's everybody true. around you seems like they like you, it means that you're probably not being yourself. Yeah, no, that's true. And that was one of my things where 
I never wanted to press any buttons and I never wanted to say anything outside of the box because I'm like, oh, that, that's not in the mediumship world or the media, like in my peer world or my mentorship world. And I forget what the big thing was um, for me. There was an example with that that used to come up and I was afraid to say, it. oh, that there's natural mediums and they're the only ones that can do mediumship. For me, my belief is everyone can learn mediumship. Whether you're known to be a natural born medium or not, I believe that anyone can tap into this. I was very afraid to say that at the beginning because I didn't want my mediumship mentors, not that they told me not to say it, it's, it's my own stuff, to think that I was preaching on something that, I don't know, that, that wasn't supposed to be done, so. Well, if you, if you stop slowly and you think about it, it's just like anything. It's like a sport, basketball. I played basketball my whole life. I know I can make anybody better than what they are today. If they work with me over the next 30 days, I can make them better at basketball. Are they gonna become LeBron James or Michael Jordan? No, most people are not going to. It's the same thing with mediumship. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I believe, is born a medium. Yeah. Everybody's born a medium and everybody can get better. Is everybody gonna be an international medium that's impacting the whole world with that skill? Most likely not because it's just like the basketball example. Yeah, you have to put in the time, energy, and effort. And, and maybe it, it's it, not for you, right? Maybe it's not well, yeah, for you, you to, to have be the a... the why and the purpose, like, right. to want that. But everyone can tap in. Just everyone like can tap in and everyone can increase their skills. Yeah. So I think this episode really is to kind of remind you that you may think that there's more people, more psychic mediums around that can help other people and you're just going to stand in the background and do your thing on the side and maybe do it for fun, take some classes, but you're not the type of person to put yourself out there and why would you put yourself out there and create a course that, you know, is a certain mediumship course because everyone else has one. Well, this is your time to think about, wait a second, I have something to offer people from my wisdom and my experience too. Or maybe they're thinking, oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough yet to go out and offer and get paid for my services. Or yeah. the odds are if you're watching this and you're drawn to this over and over and you've done readings over and over, you're most likely probably good enough to, to get paid for your readings, right? Yeah. Or maybe, maybe, maybe I haven't hit a certain team. level so I can't create the course yet, right? It's like, that is the silliest thing I've ever heard. None of us know how many years we have to live. Why would you put this imaginary mark in your mind where you yeah. think, I gotta get here before I go out and impact people? No, just start impact, impacting people now. If you create a course right now, if that's what you wanna do, it might be shitty the first course, but you might impact that one person who has that one insight from that course and they go on to kill yeah. it and have and dominate you know and then from there you could create another course yeah. so it's like just get started get the energy moving i've created i don't even know let's see one two three courses already my first two courses my first course i say was probably pretty shitty because it wasn't targeted that's the only reason why i, I like it no it's a great course it, it was shitty business wise because it wasn't targeted is what i mean it was a great content my second course was very targeted powerful content and then I realized I learned over a couple of years, and I was like, I need to upgrade this. And then I created another course, right? Mm -hmm. And it's my best course yet, obviously, right? It's my third course. And then my next course is gonna be even better than that, right? I'll keep upgrading it, I'll keep getting better at it. And I think that everybody listening to this or watching this should do the same, get started. And if you're started, 
if you have that imaginary line in your head where you think you got to do this before you do this before you do this well the thing is if that dream and that desire keeps popping up over and over in your mind it's for a reason the universe is trying to tell them act now do it now if it's an idea that won't go away just start taking baby steps think about what's the smallest tiniest step that you can take to move that energy we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.